The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, welcome to a brand new episode. Name of this episode is Dickie Doo, and you'll figure out why. <laughs> um... Listen, I just want to say to everybody listening to this free podcast, thank you so much for joining us. Um, uh, Rebecca was unable to join us this week. Just a heads up. I want you to know she's fine, okay? We recorded this before everything happened over the weekend. And uh, I just want you to know we kept the show light on purpose. Um, all All the stuff that we were concerned about and on edge about was kept off. Because we know that a lot of you come here for a respite from that, okay? So, I just wanted to give you that heads up about this episode. We're, we're keeping it light. I mean, there's a little comment here and there, but nothing nothing really too heavy. I would like to just say, though, um, all the panelists are fine. We hope you're fine. And just keep something in mind. This is what I'm doing. And everybody should do Something, for God's sake. But uh, my friend Liza Nell found this for me, and it's brilliant, and I'm, I'm going to start implementing it. And it's the two Rogers rule. The two Rogers rule. You've probably seen this on the Internet. Basically, it's if Steve or Fred, the two Rogers, if Steve or Fred wouldn't do it or say it, Maybe neither should I. Uh, It's simplistic and kind of geeky. But there you go. All right. Dickie Doo, let's get to the episode. A brand new episode uh, available just for you. And, of course, it's brought to us for free by our fine, fine sponsors like Dr. Volt's Comet Connection. And, oh, Dave wanted me to let you know that uh, all month long, June... Back issues are 20 to 50% off. What a great opportunity to uh, catch up on some old stories that you wanted to catch up on. All right. Uh, yes, uh, Dr. Volt's Comic Connection, the hold service is free. With that, you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previews catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South. It's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. Support local businesses. All right. Dickie Doo. Let's get to a brand new episode. Thank you. And welcome back to our basements and washrooms and fortresses of solitude and caves. (laughs) All of the above. All of the above. Lee's Um, trying to pretend like he's frozen, but I can tell he's faking. Well, because I'm blinking, (laughs) duh. (laughs) I was trying to pretend like I was Jay because he's so good at making it look like he's frozen, but he's not. Damn it. I'll never be as good at pretending like I'm frozen as you, Jay. Uh, one of these days we'll figure out a way to uh, to get these videos out of us doing it together here uh, on this magical technological uh, spectrum. We have one system that records all of us from our different uh, hovels. And then there's the visual system, the Zoom, where we got the Zoom meeting going where we can see each other because we miss each other. The editing takes too yep. fucking long. I was about to I say know, the same thing, Jay. I was about to don't say even, the exact same thing. Don't even bother. Just it don't takes, even bother. Oh my god! It, it takes I tried ten times longer to audio video edit versus just audio. <laughs> oh my god! Yep. Yeah, I've been having that conversation all week um, at my job. Because yeah, it's. I mean, audio editing is its whole. Like, if you really want to do quality editing on a recording. That's hours and hours and hours of work, and then you mm-hmm. throw a video on top of it, and yeah. it's like, oh, oh! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, forget about it. Also, uh, yeah, like uh, we'll put the zooms up when we all lose this quarantine weight. Like, uh, I need <laughs> yeah. to, good point. I got too yeah, many let me, chins let me, right let me, now. <laughs> yeah, let me let me drop a few lbs, and then we can do this shit. Let me hey, let um, me just recommend everybody stay away from your scales. Just don't even. Yeah. No. Yeah. During this time, it's all right. <laughs> I've I've been on my scale every day this week because I, I joined Noom because I looked down and not only could I not see my feet past my belly, I couldn't see my belly past my man boobs. And I was like, okay, well this <laughs> this has to this has to end. So I signed up, and their whole thing is get on your damn scale every morning. And I'm like what? That's and 
but my, but I've been on, and I'm learning not to be afraid. I just my, yell at it. My dad would call that dicky do disease. Dicky do. <laughs> when your belly sticks out further than your dicky do. Oh, oh yeah, like I, I got I got that. I got well, that I'm too. Not that. I'm not there yet, but I, I got like a little burly bandit body from Borderlands. Yeah, you know, like you, you know go. what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Should I spell dicky with an I E or a Y? Uh, I think it's a uh, E Y. E Y. Okay, you're gonna make it complicated. All yeah, right. give me a Borderlands body. <laughs> he he wants a Borderlands body. He's Jay Whitaker. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Uh, what I want is justice and reform, but I'll settle for my Borderlands body. Uh, make sure you follow me on Twitter and Instagram at it's Jay Whitaker. Uh, please, uh, and also thank you for sharing all the Full Feather Friday videos that I put out. And love love my birds. And last thing, um, I, got, I actually have stuff to promote, a show to promote. I am so what? grateful for this. Yeah. Um, let me bring it up real quick. But the Comedy Studio in Boston is putting out a show where I will be on the, uh, it is called the Virtually the Same. Go to thecomedystudio.com and you can get your tickets there. Um, I'll be, it'll be, you'll have Eugene Merman. You know him from as Gene oh, on yeah. Bob's Burgers. Yeah, uh, Dan Crone, who's a great comedian, one of my favorite comedians. Mike Kaplan's also on the show, Sean Rosa. These are all uh, great Boston comedians that will be on this. And uh, you can get your tickets and on the website at uh, thecomedystudio.com, and you can watch where from your home, wherever you're at. We'll zoom in and, and do some comedy on stage. And so then also I'll be on Sunday, uh, June 7th, the day after the, the, the show that I just mentioned, I'll be doing a Let's Talk, a discussion on race in America today. So that's going to be fun. Uh, <laughs> you'd like Whoa. to do that? Yeah, light light entertainment? Yeah, yeah just some light entertainment. Yeah, yeah. so that, that's about it. But love all y'all. Keep dreaming. Stay positive. Stay hopeful. You know? Yeah. <laughs> What the fuck ever. Whatever. <laughs> he's uh, he's searching for some light entertainment. He's Shannon Barnson. I'm fucking searching for anything right now. <laughs> Welcome to day whatever of the endless bummer. That's it. That's all I got. That's, uh, okay. Uh, I was having a heartfelt uh, talk with uh, our producer and designated driver of the program about soda before we started. Yeah. It's, it's quad T to tall Tony. Hey, I have opinions <laughs> on soda. Pairings with food, you know, <laughs> you got to pair a good a good Dr Pepper with some quality Mexican food, Mm-mm. dude. What? <laughs> he's, no, he's got it figured like, out. I'm serious. And, 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 and uh, pizza was pizza what? with orange soda. Okay, like orange crush, you know. <laughs> now, great with okay, pizza. If there was actually, is there citric acid actually in the orange soda? I don't know. I just know it tastes because, good. Because because if there yeah. is, you might actually be on to something. Because a lot of chefs will say, hey. You want to actually use citrus or some sort of acid to cut down fatty foods. So an orange soda and pizza, if there's actual citric acid in it, you may be enhancing the, the flavor of your pizza. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yep. <laughs> or you For, might just be out of your fucking mind. Well, okay. could be Wait, both. so do you, do you, okay, like real quick, do you sure, like yeah. dip the pizza in the orange soda? Oh, gross, man. No, you take a bite of the pizza and when you're thirsty, you take a drink of the soda. Okay, same question for, for it, the... Yeah. Same uh, thing with the Mexican the food and the Dr. Yeah. Okay, the Dr. Pepperito. Yeah, What would you call that? Doctor... It's Dr. Pepper. I guess it's Mexico. just Dr. Yeah. Pepper, yeah. Como se dice doctor? Yeah, doctor. Yeah, so check me out for on Twitter with lots more food and soda pairings. Maybe we'll see. At Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot. Well, by the end of this episode, I need a, a recommendation for squirt grapefruit soda. Mm, okay, right. let me think on that. I'm going to go with fatty foods again, but, you know, this is Tony's thing, so don't let me steal your thunder, buddy. <laughs> I will I will always defer to the vegan chef when I, when I don't know <laughs> something. Ain't no vegan, ain't no chef. That's true. <laughs> My vegetarian friend. He ain't no vegan, he ain't no chef. He's Lee George Cade. He ain't heavy, but he's my brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's my guy. Oh, hey. Um, you know, uh, friends, do you miss banjo music? Do you really miss all the great banjo music that this country's had to offer? Do you ever wish that you could listen to the love theme from Superman in banjo? Let me tell you, k is here with the original artist to bring you Banjo Gold. 
Just call 1-800-999-9999 or order your copy today at LGK at WordPress.com. That's too many nines. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, there I just Googled it. There, There is citric acid in orange sodas. Hey, ah, so look there at you that. Go. You are a culinary genius. And that's starting to sound like the love theme from Superman on a banjo. <laughs> Can you read my mind? And strumming the banjo, we have our fearless leader, Carrie Jackson. Go. All right, thank you. Uh, yes, uh, Monday through Friday, 6 to 11, until further notice, uh, <laughs> from, from my basement. Because that's the philosophy at work is pay him less and work him more. All right. Oh, and, and don't compensate them for the rental of their studio space or their household, because that's corporatocracy <laughs> for you. Right, fuckers? Right, you fuckers? Oh, we'll figure I, something out. You all uh, right, Lee? Huh? <laughs> you you okay, bud? I'm okay, sorry. Just... My parents warned me about this shit. Did I listen? Yeah. No. Yeah. Hey, I have a question uh, that goes back to your upcoming uh, comedian, uh, comedy gig. Uh, Jay, so yeah. when you when you're up on stage and it's a Zoom meeting, do they pipe in people's uh, like laptop mics? How do you know if someone's laughing at your jokes? Sometimes it's, it depends. Uh, okay, excuse me. From the Zoom shows that I've I've seen how they're doing comedy now, some 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 comedy clubs uh, will pipe in the audio. Some won't. It's it, it just depends on the mic. It really just does, and you know their capabilities. It for this one, I don't necessarily know i may be talking to i may be doing my jokes and there's silence which is well, that, uh i've done the, yeah that's <laughs> it, the first five years of comedy is that <laughs> see we had a uh, we had a comedian at a corporate event uh that took place at thanksgiving point a couple years ago in the summer and it was in front of the waterfall where there's that mm -hmm. kind of amphitheater they have an amphitheater set up a natural one that they built on a hill and as a result of being outside he couldn't hear anyone laughing and yo who is this I want to know. I'll have to look it up. I'll have to look it up. But yeah, but we could bitch. we could hear ourselves laughing, and we knew the audience was laughing. But he would throw in jokes about how nobody's laughing, and we're all just like, "Oh man, he can't hear us because yeah, of the acoustics it, out here." Yeah. No, I've had, I did an outdoor gig in like what Sacramento, and I drove what like ten hours for this gig or whatever. However, the fuck it took long for Salt Lake to get to Sac. Uh, sac but um, God. And I thought I just, that was the longest car ride home because I thought I bombed. And like, I get messages by the time I got home and it was like all, all the, I met, I got all these new fans in Sacramento and shit. They were like, you were great. And I was like, uh, thanks. Uh, yeah. Like, yep, we just, exactly yeah, so. what this other guy went through, I'm sure. <laughs> I would actually yeah. suggest to you that you not have a response. Uh, because right. you know, because because uh, Che and Joe tried it on SNL and it did not work. And then the next episode that they did from home, they didn't do it, and it they were able to do their jokes. And if you watch like Colbert and Kimmel, they're or actually yeah, or John Oliver, they're actually doing it better without the yeah. audience participation. Yeah. yeah, but the guy who can't do it, Mar Bill Mar cannot yeah. do it. He's just not. No, of course, I think John Oliver is actually better than he's ever been. I mean, it's disquieting, yeah. but the yeah. dude is. Right now, no punches pulled Crushing and it. just straight for the fucking throat every yep. goddamn week. Oh, he's great. Crushing and, it. And Same with uh, Jesus and Miro. Jesus and Miro, Samantha B. They're, they're all doing it. Just terrific. Yeah. Ruthless. Yep. Ruthless. All right. Uh, let's get to going here. I got to talk about the Snyder Cut. <laughs> the, the upcoming, the one that isn't done yet, the one that's going to well, cost a lot of money. <laughs> exactly. That's. And that's the thing is I still get little needling, you know, DMs about, thought you said there was, thought you no, said there was no Snyder Cut. Okay. Oh, yeah. well, well, here, <laughs> here's, here's the guy who would know whether there's a Snyder Cut. It's the head of Warner Brothers. And he says in this article, it isn't as easy as going into the vault and there's a Snyder Cut to put out. It does not exist. So yeah. <laughs> Zach is building it and it's complex. All right. And I, I read an article that uh, DC is pissed. Really? Why? They don't. So th this is the Warner Brothers Entertainment side that's yeah, putting yeah. out this Snyder Cut. Right. It's not the DC side oh. that, that, that puts out like the, the movies, you know. And they're pissed. They don't want it. Interesting. They, they, 
they mm. wanted what they got. You know what I mean? Oh, so the Justice not... League movie. That, that's what they wanted. Yeah. Oh, okay. So they're um, they're not happy. Well, this is uh, this is Warner Media Chairman Bob Greenblatt, and he also says that uh, not only does you you can't just go and get one because it doesn't exist, but it's going to cost us like. You know, we said 20 mil. We really meant like 30 mil or more, actually. Mm-hmm. It's going yep. to cost a lot of cash. It's so stupid. Like, it's just well, dumb. Make, make another movie. It's all about propping up that HBO Max. Yeah, uh, yeah Like they need to. Have you looked through that shit? Yeah, I have. I have, uh, too. It's, a, it's a, insane. What are, your, yeah. what are your takes on this? Because I've read a couple of... I, I, I knew we were going to talk about this today. And I well, know you two have been using it. Because I read a couple of reviews earlier that said it's just not that good. Uh, I disagree. Haters really? are going to hate. I mean, Disney Plus wasn't amazing the day it launched, but it had The Mandalorian. So yeah. um, HBO Max, I spent about five hours on it when I first opened it. Uh, yeah. But three of those hours were just watching the classic Looney Tunes from like the <laughs> 1930s. <laughs> right, it's got uh, it's got so much content. Yeah, like it's got so yeah. much, and like um, it's got a bunch of the really old Godzilla movies for some reason. Yep, uh, every every Studio Ghibli movie is on there. Yeah, um, even the shit I haven't seen, and I thought I'd seen it all. So Tur- Turner uh, Turner Classic Movies channel. Yeah, there's a whole there's Turner HBO Classic channel. There's all a, of Rick and Morty. Yeah, a DC channel. Uh, yeah, that, I was going to say I'm I'm just happy that the uh, stuff that was on the DC Universe app is getting. Uh, it's not. That's easy. my one complaint. It's not. It's not there. There's some stuff there, but like it's uh. Doom. It's Doom Patrol, but like Harley Quinn, which is probably the best thing on DC Universe. <laughs> oh uh, my god, the new the Titan new episode, bar. so Titans good. Swamp Thing, all of that stuff is not on there, which I think is is the one glaring mistake. That is so, a mistake. Yeah. And but, there should be a CW feed. I really honestly think if they if they wanted to do it good with all their properties, bring in that CW feed so they're not, you know, piping yeah. out to Hulu and whatnot. Mm. But, I mean, just the the movie choices. Yeah. It's infinite. It's, oh, yeah. It's, mm. it's crazy. Like, it's got Gone with the Wind on it. And, yep. Uh, I don't give a damn. I was gonna say. <laughs> well, well, I'm just saying that's how far back they're going with their stuff. That was a joke. It was a joke was, from the, the yeah, thing know, they say in um, Wizard of Oz is on it. I mean, just I mean, it's kind like, of hard, hard to watch Gone with the Wind right now, though, because, you know, Atlanta's on fire right now. And right. It's, it's too soon. Yeah. Too Ooh. soon. Gone with the wind. Too soon. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Fuck that movie and it's drapery. But, so, I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Me neither. I, I won't see it. Neither have I. No, you um, shouldn't. It's I not got no interest. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. So I had, I was subscribed to HBO and it cost me $20 a month, right? Mm-hmm. With my Google Fiber TV. Okay. And uh, I looked at the HBO Max. It's $15 yeah. a month. Yeah, yeah. Switch over. <laughs> so, yeah. I fucking canceled my subscription and signed up for Max, you know. So uh, I was just an HBO subscriber through Amazon, just the regular HBO service. And uh, I saw a thing that said I could get HBO Max for a year for $10 a month if I signed up through them. And I did. So it's kind of nice. Got off Amazon because I'm kind of tired of making trillionaires. Hmm. So anyway. Yeah. uh, Um, I mean, seriously, it's it's 15 bucks a month, right? So. There's a lot of stuff on there. And, man, if you want to watch Friends. It's all there. It's got all the friends. <laughs> Fuck that if, show. If you had I, uh, HBO Go, it switched automatically to HBO Max, which is what I had. Yeah, gotcha. I got it. And so I, I have it now. Um, what I want you to do is I want you to watch, because they have made some new Looney Tunes. Okay. I watched and, one. And uh, I've watched, there are a few that are free on YouTube that you can watch. There's like a Tweety and Sylvester and uh, a couple of others. And uh, they were all right. But Roadrunner has always been my favorite. Roadrunner and Wile E. Coyote. So, and best. I know they've made a new one. So I'll watch that and let me know. Okay. We will. All right. Uh, my, my favorite all-time, well, no, I can't remember the name of the one where they do um, Cicero, the whole kill the rabbit, sword and magic helmet thing. That's a What's uh, Opera Doc, I believe. What's Opera Doc. I, think I couldn't so, yeah. find that. But the history of American gun ownership, or as they called it, rabbit fire, uh, yes. is on there unedited. So, uh, oh. ho- holy shit. 
Daffy Duck gets shot in the face like a hundred times in that cartoon. <laughs> I fucking love that cartoon. Is that cartoon. one where his bill gets spun around his head and yeah. everything oh, like yeah. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I at one time, his, his head gets blown over backwards. And he's just walking around going, <laughs> yeah. why is everything upside down? It's, so. I, I used to know the name. It's part of a trilogy that Chuck Jones did. Uh, yeah. That's, it's, it's essentially the same gags you know, in, in a trilogy. Right. And I, I used to know the names of all of them. But yeah. all three oh. of them are just hilarious. Rabbit fire just put me on the ground. My my kids looking at me like, uh, what's so funny? I was like, well, I had the same conversation with my grandpa about the Marx Brothers, and then I got it. So. <laughs> um, uh, anyway, speaking of those uh, CW shows that are not on HBO Max, uh, and CW shows that are coming to HBO Max, uh, I have some good news for Tony. Yes. Uh, during a recent interview, uh, Kevin O'Reilly of HBO Max hyped the step up in production value that we will see in the Green Lantern TV series. That's what Ooh. I'm talking about. Yeah. Uh, Greg, yes. who is Greg Berlanti, who is producing a Green Lantern series for HBO Max, has done a lot of really quality fare for the CW. These will not be that. These will be next step up in production value. You can expect the highest level of cinematic production values on these shows. And that's the same for projects that we've announced with J.J. Abrams. So this is him kind of saying, yeah, Greg's shows on the CW look like shit. Ours won't look like, <laughs> yeah, ours won't like, look like shit. Well, and they have to if it's going to be Green Lantern because all of the characters' powers are hard animated. light. You know, yeah. it's all animated. So if it doesn't yeah. look good, the whole show will be ruined. So. Berlanti's been the executive producer on every DC TV project, though. So, I mean, everything that's on DC Universe is a mm-hmm. Greg Berlanti production. Mm-hmm. Stargirl is a Greg Berlanti production. Uh, I think he's even an executive producer on Riverdale. So, yes. like, mm-hmm. if, it's, if it's comic book related on CW or a DC thing, he's he's got his dick in it. <laughs> he's a busy, busy dude. Uh, and we both, well, let's see. I know Tony has and Lee has watched the first two episodes of Stargirl. Yep. I'm almost through with the second one. Oh, okay because the first one's a little you know it's setting up the game pieces yeah it's it's a little rocky but it kind of finds its uh, juice in number two i think in, I, in the episode i'm two. loving it like good I, <laughs> that's why i was late i was like i don't want to turn this off oh that's awesome <laughs> uh but I, we'll, I, uh, I was i was i was happy to see stripe at the end of the first episode i got so excited so yeah. and yeah and you know well, the i mean why you've got so- the Oh, You've go got the hero of the show riding a giant flying robot. Yeah. That's, that's made out of car parts. That's made yeah. out of car parts. I and mean, I love that part where he's trying to get the uh, the robot going in the field. Mm-hmm. And they're playing that yeah. Johnny Cash song. Yeah, that was a good scene. That one piece at a time. Because <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I, I was looking at that show last night. And I was thinking, I was comparing it to the other CW shows. And I'm like, you've got the opposite ends of the spectrum with mm-hmm. like Batwoman on this end and Stargirl is up here with you know these happy-go-lucky superheroes riding on giant robots uh, you know what else I noticed it's not very soap opery. no no not yet I, well <laughs> and you time. know why that is the first two episodes were written by Jeff Johns yeah oh, I did see you. that and um, I, I and could, I could he's see he's the guy that created these characters that's yeah. his character yeah, yeah. Well, and the, the, the dialogue I'm just like oh I see this dialogue on paper like yeah, this I don't is, feel this like is the, classic Jeff Johns. I don't feel like the DC Universe shows were too soap opera either. I mean, no. correct me if I'm wrong there. Like, Titans gets were. a little bit into yeah. some relationships. Well, I'm just saying but, CW. Like, yes. Jesus yeah. Christ. Arrow well, that's, was a, that's, their, that's their formula, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, Arrow was a soap opera with arrows. That's all it was. <laughs> yeah. uh, let's see. We got some other stuff we got to hit here. Let me look at this. Um. Oh, this was a big story that dropped yesterday. What's uh, that? Did y'all see Invisible Man? That Invisible no. Man. Yo, movie? yo, yeah, yo, yo, all right, yo, yo. Me and Cat watched that shit last night. Holy shit! That That's movie a great was wild. fucking movie. That's a good it? movie, wasn't it? It it's took a it took a weird, movie. like not a, not necessarily a weird turn, but it was like the the scenes that they were they just make you think that he's in the room even though he yeah. might not so, like how they they would stare at shit like way too long and i'm like yo is, is well, this motherfucker in the room right now did you also notice what the way they would they would stage shots mm-hmm. that it was like there was two people in the room mm-hmm. yeah it they, was they, they, they uh, that big amount of space nice and then elizabeth Moss. And it, yeah like i think then the way 
Oh, and the opening scene, the opening scene, I think, is something that should be That's like great. appreciated because they do so much with that scene. Yes. With not a lot, you know, you know, if you know what I'm saying. Just I don't want to spoil it for you, but if you if, if pay, if you want to rent it for what six bucks, it's because at first it was like twenty five dollars when they when it came out, but like six bucks on Amazon. If you want a good like Saturday night, like yo, let's let's get drunk and watch a spooky movie. Or yeah. if you don't drink, you just you oh, want to. It's you know? it's so damn good. It's one of the best uh, horror. I'll call it a horror movie. Best horror yeah. movie I've seen in a long time. Yeah. Do you guys and, remember? Uh, do you remember yeah. those things called movie theaters? I remember them. Uh, I saw nah, it in the man. theater. I saw oh, that's it in the right. theater. That's right. You and did. Uh, fucking, I was scared the whole time. I was like, oh. But well, then I was like, but like halfway through the like, th- for, through most of the movie, I'm like, it's like crazy. Well, Universal. She's crazy. Yeah, Universal tried throwing money at this situation with uh, the Mummy. You know, they were going to relaunch the classic monsters thing with Tom, Tom Cruise, Cruise. And yeah. all that shit, and they realized that's not working. So they took it to Blumhouse, and Blumhouse says, "Well, yeah, we can do it cheap, and we can do it good, and we can do it scary." Right. And and so now Blumhouse has uh, uh, got the next one lined up. It's and they've announced a cast. Well, lead anyway. Uh, Wolfman. It's with. Me. With uh, with Ryan Gosling, ah! yeah. Wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It's okay. Uh, it's uh, show me what you got. Exactly. Uh, intended to be starring vehicle for our Ryan Gosling. The move comes after the you know Elizabeth Man, uh, uh, Invisible Man just did so well. Sources say that Gosling would play an anchor man who gets infected. The script has been described as having a vibe that evokes Network from 1976 and Nightcrawler from 2014. If you saw a Nightcrawler, that's mm. a good movie. Uh, so, oh uh, yeah, is that the one with uh, Gyllenhaal? Gyllenhaal playing that scumbag. Yeah, and there's a yeah. it's, it's a camera a news camera guy. Yeah, yeah, uh, just a, a great little movie. You should. Uh, that's another one you should watch. Uh, I just, and I just want uh, Gyllenhaal to do a Mr. Music movie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no director is currently attached, but the script is there. It is uh, written by uh, Laura Shookerbloom. And Rebecca Angelo, who also uh, did some writing on Orange is the New Black. Uh, let's see. Yeah. And there are a bunch I'll of other uh, this. Universal monster movies that are in the in the shoot getting ready to go. Elizabeth Banks is doing The Invisible Woman, which is not connected to the Invisible Man movie that we're talking about. Uh, Karen Kusama is doing Dracula. Uh, yes. The Dra- and then there's the Dracula-themed Renfeld from Dexter Fletcher and... Uh, also, Dark Army, which is still in the in the works with there, Paul there Feig. Has, there's only been one good cinematic Renfield in the history of movies. Who? Tom Waits. Tom yes. Waits. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Every other <laughs> Renfield has just been stupid. Inferior stupid. field. Yeah. What's a Renfield? Renfield <laughs> is a lackey to a vampire. He's usually enthralled by the vampire's mystique oh, and he's does Guillermo. his earthly bloody. Yeah, yeah yes. he's, a, he's a familiar. <laughs> okay, he's a Guillermo. Right. Now there, there, but a non-Renfield, Jerry Dandridge's familiar in Fright Night was amazing. Yes, in the classic Fright Night. Because oh no, Jerry doesn't come out during the day. He works the night shift. <laughs> All right. Well, let's uh, let's take a break, and we'll be back. We got some other stuff going on after, after these, these messages. messages. We'll be right, right, right back. Back. Back, back. And now, a special message from Dave at Doctor Volts. Dave and the Dr. Volts crew would like to thank everyone for their continued support through these difficult times. Dr. Volts Comics is committed to continuing to serve our beloved community. Dr. Volts intends to remain open for our customers, and we're offering curbside pickup. We can even send you your comics in the mail. Call us for details. We are temporarily closed on Sunday so we can keep everything clean and organized. We are strictly following the state's guidelines for social gatherings, so we ask our dedicated customers to help us comply so that we can remain open. Though new monthly titles have slowed down, the Dr. Volt's crew has been hard at work preparing our extensive inventory of back issues for sale. All of this hard work is so that we can bring you New For You Wednesdays. New For You Wednesdays are the opportunity to pick up that storyline everyone keeps recommending or fill in those missing pieces for your collection. Every New For You Wednesday, we'll be putting out new back issues for sales. And if you can't make it on Wednesday, no problem. Until further notice, back issues will be 20% off every day. 
So wash your hands, be safe, and read comics. Hold service is free, and with that you get a 10% discount on all of your purchases of $20 or more and the previous catalog for free. 2043 East, 3300 South in Salt Lake City, it's Dr. Volt's Comic Connection. And we're back. Okay. Um, yeah. Hey, yo, <laughs> we, real quick. We had a spirited discussion about spirits. Indeed. Yeah, we did. Yo, uh, Carrie, you a good clapper. Am I? Yeah, like when, uh, like the way that you clap. See, look. I try to be there for you. you know? that's, that's good. <laughs> Carrie's giving um, his hands. Okay, well, everybody get ready to clap for this. New Mutants. <laughs> what? <laughs> it, got, it got pushed back to 30 30. <laughs> 30, 30. No, it's they still a thousand think years. they still think it's going to be in the theaters in August. They still think that. Oh, jeez. Yo, uh, man, that uh, shit is in the cave of uh, wonders. Uh, yo, eternal <laughs> optimism of Fox. Ten thousand years. That little girl's going to be seventy before that comes out. Seriously. I know, right? Because <laughs> they were just kids when they made this movie. She's going to be like, <laughs> I, did, I, I shot this between season six and season seven of Game of Thrones, and now I'm eighty nine. <laughs> and it's. <laughs> The sequel's going to be called Old Mutants. You may be wondering how I know what Maisie Williams is going to sound like when she's 89. How, how do you know that, Lee? I'm magic. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course. Well, here's, here's a, Josh Boone, the director. Uh, he did an interview with uh, SFX Magazine recently, and uh, I don't know if Josh knows what happened to his company. Fox? <laughs> um, because listen oh, to this. Geez. Listen to what he says. Ultimately, after all this time, I was able to make my new Mutants film, and I'm proud of it. What my. I'm <laughs> and, and good for him for doing that. Uh, what I'm hoping for now is that it will be successful enough to the studio that they will allow me to complete a trilogy that I've got planned out. Oh. Oh, buddy. Oh, he, buddy. He doesn't know. <laughs> Oh buddy. oh, buddy. Look at you, bud. He's so cute. cute. Yeah. yeah. God bless his soul. He's, he's, never, he's never heard of a guy named Kevin Feige, has he's, he? He's either really optimistic or really dumb. <laughs> I don't know two. which. I don't know which. <laughs> I mean, maybe we're wrong. Maybe it's going to be released. It's going to be a huge hit. But I don't. I just don't see, because Feige is getting all of those toys yeah, exactly. in the same room, and he's going to play with them all. So... Uh, I, I watched this YouTube video the other day, and it, the guy wasn't saying this is what's how they're going to bring the mutants in, but he's like, wouldn't it be cool if, right? And it's like, wouldn't it be cool if the mutants have always been in the DC, I mean, in the Marvel universe, mm -hmm. but uh, Xavier has been hiding them using his powers. Oh, that would be cool. Yeah. Like, oh. Using Cerebro and stuff <clears throat> to mm -hmm. like, mm -hmm. like if there's a big event with the, like, let's say... The stuff in Deadpool happened in the DC universe. Okay. Right? With a little with a kid, you know, blowing shit up. Yeah, you know, the, and, the fire kid. Yeah, and he just takes and makes everybody think that it was uh, some sort of natural disaster. Like a gas He's, leak or, or something I could, like I could, that. I could see that. I could also see uh, Scarlet Witch doing kind of a House of M type thing. Yeah, um, that's either, what we all Either want. way that works. I mean, what I really, I want to see either one of those, the Xavier scenario or the Scarlet Witch scenario. I would really like to see the Fantastic Four show up after being missing since the 1960s. That would that's be exactly cool. it. That's that's exactly what I want to see because yeah. we, well, we saw in Ant Man and the Wasp that they were superheroes before we had the Avengers. Yeah. You know, right, exactly. the Marvel, yeah. right? Yeah, we had like, Captain Marvel were, as well. Maybe so, like maybe they stuck in the negative zone. Exactly, or the or the microverse where Doctor yeah. Strange is going. You know, uh, so maybe they got sucked into there. And uh, they're getting sent back, and here they are—the famous Fantastic Four are back, and they can be throwbacks, you know, like, uh, you know, what, what is what is this? Uh, so they already <laughs> have they already have the right director for a Fantastic Four movie. You get Who Peyton did? Reed, who's been doing yes. the Ant Man movies. You get Peyton Reed to do it. Open it in the 1960s, having him fight the Mole Man in downtown New York and then have them go off on some interstellar adventure and they disappear and they're gone for 60 years, you know, a long time with, with, uh, Annihilus. <laughs> oh man. If they bring in Annihilus, Annihilus wow. that would be crazy. Wow. Now again, this is, this is just us spinning our wheels. Yeah, yeah. I need to point that out yeah, here. Yeah, we're just, we did, this is not, 
Yeah. He he pitched a Fantastic Four movie. He did. He did. And that's where and he was going to do, that... do it a period piece. Right. And then he's also directed The Perfect Mr. Fantastic. Who that? Mr. Ewan McGregor. Mm. Eh. Mm. I serious. Uh-oh. I'm serious. Given he's uh-huh. not. Saying, I'm not saying he couldn't do it, but yeah, I mean, I'd I'm, choose someone else. I think. I think. Yeah. I, everybody's John Krasinski. About, that's who I. Th- that's yeah. Who I, I, I think John Krasinski would be an oh, awesome. John Krasinski would be fun. Yeah. He tried out for. He tried out for that too. Yeah, he tried out for Captain America back in the day and made it to like the top three choices and then lost um, out. Speaking of you and you and McGregor, I just watched uh, Doctor Sleep the other day. And uh, if you're a fan of The Shining, you should you should watch this movie. Uh, okay. It's and I'm not talking about the book. I'm talking about the movie, The Shining. Right. All right. Okay. Oh, I forgot to bring up. I did watch one of the HBO Max original shows. I forgot to mention uh, Gendy Tartakovsky's show, Primal, about oh, yes about a caveman uh, who he and his friend Dinosaur go rampaging through the uh, caveman times. Mm-hmm. Is this cartoon or live action? It's, it's a cartoon. I mean, okay. this this show. I mean, you get little kids being eaten by dinosaurs. And, <laughs> hey, whoa! And and it's it's like you know, the dinosaurs throw them up in the air and catch them in their mouths, and then they make crunching noises, and then there's like blood streaking down their mouths. And uh, this <laughs> it's, this it's di- not for yeah, it's not for little kids. No, this caveman <laughs> right. fucking runs. This caveman runs on all fours while he's fighting dinosaurs, and like. Okay. Breaking their horns off and beating them with them. I I was doing this through the whole thing, so <laughs> it, it rages hard. And it's called Primal, you say? Yeah, it's on the Adult Swim feed on HBO Max. All right, right next to Rick and Morty. Yeah, it's because uh, they showed trailers for it uh, on Adult Swim uh, quite a yeah. while ago, actually. No, but, the uh, animation is it's lush. I mean, he's he's really it's his style, but he's got a color palette that he's never used before, so it's all pastels and. Mm-hmm really nicely rendered backgrounds and uh you know deals with things you never think your caveman show is going to deal with like thoughts of suicide and um feeling useless and like your world is over and you can't go on unless you have a giant dinosaur to help you (laughs) rampage with everybody loves a dinosaur (laughs) what's that what yo where is that from i'm it's uh was not was walk the dinosaur walk the dinosaur yeah i was like why is that in my whoa uh, how do i know that here, let me, How do let me, I know that? Let me help you, Jay. <laughs> no, but for real, like, how do I know that song? Where is it from? Is it in a movie? Probably. Was it in Jurassic Park? It's been in a couple of shows. Oh, this, this does sound kind of funny. Oh. Um, the... The guy who sang this just died a few months ago, and that's why I pulled it out and was playing it on the radio. As you watch, we're going to get tagged by Apple for, for this, so I just guarantee that's a, you. That's a hell of a lot funkier than I remember it being. Yeah, this shit makes oh. me want to put my pinky ring to the moon. And it's just started. <laughs> It's just started. Here we go. Oh, I'm in. Oh, it's got a killer horn section. Yo, okay. Mm-hmm. I know this. My mom played this shit. So, <laughs> oddly enough, that, that song is a lot better than I remember it, but it's still not yeah, my favorite. Yeah, same. It's still not my favorite Was Not Was song. I know what your favorite Was Not Was song is. <laughs> Dad. Hello, Dad. I'm, I'm in, in jail. jail. Say hi to mom for me, Dad. From jail. (laughs) From jail. I'm in jail. This is Jello Biafra singing for Was Not Was. (laughs) (laughs) I like it here. In jail. I'll find it. I'll find it and we'll have have it by the end of the show. Hi, Dad. Happy birthday. I'm in jail. I'm in jail. (laughs) (laughs) What the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's a all. It's a song from the eighties. It's so fucking. It's, weird. it's just here we go. Wow. There's no. The... There's no singing. I'm in jail. Hello, Dad. I'm in jail. Hi, Dad. I'm calling you from jail. <laughs> <laughs> 
and it just keeps going. It's, it, yeah, it, it just it just continues with him yelling. I'm in jail now. I'm in jail. I'm in jail. I like it here. I'm in jail. I like it here. It's nice. <laughs> I, I like, like it. it. Oh, this this is what I imagine uh, an Adult Swim commercial for something in the '80s would sound like. <laughs> I used, uh, I used to blast my... that in the Mustang. Oh God, I forgot! I forgot all about that song. Oh, I would have played that for my dad right now. And I'm gonna play that shit for him on Father's Day. And still a still a killer horn section. Yeah, that shit was funny, man. That was wild. From jail. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I'm gonna it's, send him that shit. It's Jello Biafra, and it's just. Uh, <laughs> He's just screaming, I'm in jail. Fucking Y'all got jello. some wild shit, man. Y'all got some wild yeah. shit. But of course, my favorite phone call from jail. <laughs> Hang on, I'll get oh, it for you. I love that you got a bunch of these. We have more phone calls from jail. <laughs> phone calls from jail. That's going to be the name oh. of my personal podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on just a second. I'll get this for you. It's, it's my favorite phone hey. call from jail. Let's see. Uh, damn it. Oh lordy, is this I, when uh, is this when Festus locked himself and Otis the town drunk just got elected like the descendant of the original founders of Mayberry? Oh, here we go, my favorite phone call from jail. See, I, 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 can you all come down to jail and and get me out of jail? Cause guess where I am? <laughs> jail. Is that Space Ghost? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, you want to talk, let's get back to Otis. The town drunk? Yeah. You want to talk oh, he, about you want to was... talk about you want to talk about white privilege? <laughs> that motherfucker's letting himself in and out of his jail cell. Yep. <laughs> he was just allowed to wander in and sleep and, in the fucking All right. And he was born in and he was born into that shit cuz he was descended from the original founders of Mayberry. He was. Well, yeah, he was. He was kind of uh, royalty in Mayberry. Well, right. yeah, they they had a pageant and everything, but he was too busy sleeping it off in jail. Jail. I'm in jail. <laughs> All right. Um, oh wow. Okay. Hey, um, <laughs> yes. Just just got an update. The Amish showed up for the protests in Minneapolis. Yeah. Today. How they get the email? Shit. How they, how'd they how'd get they, the email? How they know? <laughs> The town crier walked into. The- <laughs> uh, yeah, the town crier walked in and said, "Thou uh, won't, wonteth believeth this shitteth." Well, Mary Margaret, I do believe the English are up to trouble again. <laughs> That's wild. They're bringing their their artisanal. Uh, they're, <laughs> they're bringing their artisanal uh, Molotov cocktails. <laughs> Thine shit has hit thine fan. <laughs> I do say, Mary Elizabeth, this country's running like a wagon with no axles. <laughs> Everything is fucketh. <laughs> fucketh. Oh, I think I read this in Ninth Corinthians. There's a smiting going down. Uh, this makes me want to go watch all the episodes of letter kenny with the uh with the dicks <laughs> i was just thinking of those characters i still need to get into that show y'all oh, fuck. I, I just I, they yeah. have this amish character named his name is dick his last name is dick okay. his daughter is named i need a dick i need it tell me more <laughs> and uh some high concept everything that he here. says everything that he says it's all double he's entendre amish, it's all double entendre. Because he's Amish, he has no idea. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't get it. But the character, the main characters are just like, like staring oh. at him like, oh, uh, but he, okay. <laughs> it's it's funny stuff. All right. Well, let's uh, take a break, recover. I do have some more broken news, and we'll get to it. Uh, after we went on a little sidetrack there. Yeah, a little bit. After, after these messages, messages, we'll be right, we'll be right back. Back. back from jail. <laughs> There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. 
For more information, visit cdc.gov COVID-19. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this podcast. I'm JD. And I'm Peterson. And we're two-thirds of the 3-Bit Gamer Show. Don't worry about the other third. Yeah, seriously. Don't ask questions. Just listen to the 3-Bit Gamer Show for games, laughs, and Fred Durst. Find the 3-Bit Gamer Show wherever you listen to your podcasts. And we're back. Okay. Good clap. Thank you. I'll practice. Uh, let's see. Now, uh, I wish Rebecca were here because uh, Don't we all? Yeah, she's yeah. the other person who likes this show besides me. Uh, Lucifer. Lucifer. Uh, it's uh, okay. So it's had a it's had a troubled past. It was on Fox for a while, uh, then no, it, for th- for like three seasons, and then it got canceled. Then Netflix picked it up, and it was very successful for Netflix, and they liked it. Well, the guy, the star, Tom Ellis, said, "Yeah, I'll do another season, but I need." I need some money. <laughs> Show me the green. Yeah. And so uh, he was he was going around saying, you know, I'm not going to do this next season. Sixth season. I'm not going to do it. Because the fifth season still hasn't been released. It's still waiting. Oh, and I, I And that. I think they were waiting for word from him as to whether it would well, come back or not. Like they won't release the fifth season unless he decides he'll do the sixth as well? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know how Netflix works their magic. Yeah. But, so are you uh, saying that Netflix is having a budget issue with one of their shows? Here we go. Drink. <laughs> <laughs> Raise it. Uh, but uh, Tom Ellis has now said, yeah, they brought the money in a truck up to my house, and uh, we'll do a sixth season of Lucifer, even though you still haven't seen the fifth season. Wow. So this, is, this is back, you know, get, they'll show them eventually. <laughs> I, I have been volunteering to do a sixth season of Lucifer for like six months now. I'll do the same amount of bare ass shots. I will do whatever they want. I mean, you do it for half as much as Tom Ellis, too. Huh? Shit, probably a tenth as much. I would do it double my current salary, and I will do Lucifer. Seriously. Because I'm living really comfortably right now. Just, just double what I'm making, doing what I'm doing. I'll come on. I'll play your Prince of Darkness with my bare ass. I'll will be sinister. Sh- will you shave yeah. that though? I'll. You know or what? Is it going to be even, hairy ass? Oh no! I mean, you know, as the creator made me, um, I'll even <laughs> I'll even work out. You know. Well, yeah, because you be, gotta you gotta have the abs because that's one of his yeah, trademarks. So pay me what, twice what? as much. Get me a coach. Let me work out for a year, and I'll do your Lucifer. And that's the show about Cinderella's cat, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Yes, exactly. You don't really you need abs because you're going to be in a suit, a furry suit, but. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to work out so hard that you get, as they uh, called it on Rick and Morty, cum gutters. <laughs> cum gutters. <laughs> yep. Uh, this season's been crazy. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been a really. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, oh, I know. Oh, okay. So you're, I know. Yeah. Well, Morty, uh, Morty, look at, look at the cum gutters on Jesus. <laughs> Yeah, I, f- I figured it out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Jesus. Wait. Jesus right. was very cut. Jesus was cut. Oh, okay. Well, all that carpentry. I guess. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot of exercise. <laughs> I was you thinking know, about. What? I'll play Jesus. I'll play Jesus. Just go ahead. Double well, my current say, salary. Speaking I'll, of Lee. I'll, speaking of Lee being in something. <laughs> oh the no! Man, the Mandelabra got greenlit finally. <laughs> I've got the perfect project here. Okay. Um, it is scheduled for release later this year exclusively for Oculus Goggles, Star Wars Tales oh. from the Galaxy's Edge. Oh. Uh, it will take place on Batuu in the Black Spire Outpost, you know, Star Wars land. Yeah. Um, and it says it's an action-packed adventure, not only uh, speaks to the promise of connected and complementary experiences by extending... Boy, engineers can really ruin a good day, can't they? Especially yeah. when they write press releases. Yeah, just tell us what you can do in the goddamn game. I <laughs> I don't want to hear about how it's a step here and a step there. So do you have to, like, stand in line for a Coke? Well, I was just wondering if I would see a Greedo over in the corner as I'm walking around. <laughs> yeah, because that, that Greedo, he's, he's looking for his nephew, the real Greedo, who disappeared like 30 years ago, and no one knows where he went. And so he's just wandering around looking for him. He's got a sign that says, have you seen this boy? But sometimes he takes <laughs> naps because he's old. His, his name is Lido. Lido. No, his name's, his Greedo name's, Lido. 
His name's Burrito. Oh, Burrito. B B R hyphen E E D O, and and he's 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 kind of heavy. He looks like me, but a Greedo. I huh. I just love that Lee has a background for this character. He's already got here. it. Yeah. No, he's wandered the galaxy looking for his missing nephew. Uh, but anyway, yeah, it, it's uh, a it's missing a, nephew enchilada. Greedo, God, Tony. Oh, apparently there's. Uh, Apparently, there's a few of these games for Oculus. One of them is uh, Trials on Tatooine. Hmm. So there's, there's a bunch a, of uh, There's this Darth Vader one, too. I can't is that remember. The, it. Yeah, it was just released. What's the game where I see people swatting lightsabers at so squares? Um, Beat Saber. Beat Saber, yes. Beat yeah. Saber. Okay. That's not it's, Star, it's, that's not it's not licensed, no. No, oh, well. I'd still want to play it. And yeah. Trials on Tatooine is when you play Aunt Beru trying to get Uncle Owen's goddamn breakfast ready before he fucking wakes up. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the blue milk? Oh. oh, no. I need some more Ronto berries. <laughs> I, uh, oh, and did you hear that, uh, speaking of Galaxy's Edge, they're, they're going to go ahead and open up uh, Disney World uh, in a couple of months. In yeah, uh, a July. Couple months. In yeah, July. July. Wow. Yeah. Well, L- Lagoon's already open, so if I want my COVID, I know where to go. Yeah, <laughs> I had a coworker. Oh, you see, once. Uh, did you see the? All right, did y'all see the the Ozarks and the the like? They had that big ass party in the Ozarks. All these, all these crazy. Yeah, yeah, all these people got COVID already. They starting yep. to get it. Yep. I uh, <laughs> I had a I had a coworker who, when he wanted to describe something that sounded terrible, like an event at a location, he would say, "Man, that sounds worse than Lagoon." Oh, no, my my job is actually put in, uh, we have mandatory travel disclosures. Like if you travel to certain parts of the country, you will have to self-quarantine before you can do your job again. Mm. And uh, it's amazing because, you know, that list wasn't as big a week ago as it is this week. And then uh, you go to the store right now and you watch all these jackasses walking around without masks on. And you're like, Utah actually had the single largest caseload mm-hmm. recorded yesterday. And like, I'm fine. It's yeah. just like the flu. Well, it's hey. a- I went to get you know, a pizza yesterday, and I was the one of three people in a crowd of, I don't know, maybe 40 people waiting outside Little Caesars for their pizza that had a mask. Three out of 40. It was ridiculous. Just amazing. Uh, yeah, well, we had our big <sighs> Memorial Day events, you know, last weekend, and, and I just uh, was reading the, the the reports that, oh, here comes the spike. Yay, way to go. All right. Don't uh, tread on me, you guys. Couple. <laughs> <laughs> couple other uh, bits of news, and then we can find out what you guys have been watching. Um, has anyone seen this um, Upgrade? Yes. That is, is a cool movie. Now, I where am, is where is it? Uh, I had to rent it, I think, on Amazon. Oh, uh, oh it's that, is that the one with the guy that gets the robot parts or something? Yeah, well, they, they uh, it doesn't make a lot of sense, but uh, they implant an AI chip in his like yeah. cerebral cortex. It makes him a good fighter. It makes him a good fighter for some reason. And okay. like uh, stronger Jimmy, than normal. Jimmy made me watch that movie so many fucking times. It was like, Jimmy, I liked it the first time. Jimmy, it's okay. This, <laughs> Jimmy, it's been five <laughs> yeah. fucking times. You know how obsessive he did you love get that about movie, shit? Yeah. He loved that ah. movie a lot. But Let's watch I, Upgrade! Ah. That's why I watched it too. I thought it was awesome. It was, uh, uh, I, I need really to watch that. It. From 2018, it says here, uh, Upgrade. Uh, Blumhouse Television is developing it into a series. Yes. Nice. I'm with that shit. Uh, it picks up a few years after the events of the film, it says. Um, uh, the story promises to imagine a world in which the government repurposes STEM to help curb criminal activity. You know, it's mm. funny because that show reminded, that movie reminded me of Bradley Cooper's Limitless, which I thought was a much better movie than most people gave it credit for. Yeah, and actually, as well, as well. And I had think. a really good spinoff series that still yeah. had Bradley Cooper in it. Yeah, that it only made it one season, but I was bummed when I heard that wasn't renewed. No, was that a was a good cool, show. cool show. Using STEM to make people better. There you go. And finally this, I don't know why people are upset, but they are. Um, Because that's what we do. Because that's what geeks do. Uh, This is a movie that I didn't care for, but hey, if you like it, great. Uh, Labyrinth, remember, with David Bowie and Jennifer Connelly? I loved it when I was a kid. It wasn't for us, Carrie. I guess not. Although, you know, I like the the song Never Let Me Down that Bowie did for it. Fair. Uh, uh, But... uh, the Jim Henson Company is producing a Labyrinth sequel. Oh my God, my wife just fainted. 
<laughs> as long as there's a bog of eternal stench where every step you take makes a fart noise, I'll watch it. <laughs> See, I didn't know that that was a thing. Yeah, the bog yeah, of eternal stench, I didn't know man. That that was a thing. No, Jareth, don't send me to the bog of eternal stench. <laughs> that was amazing. Wow. That was wow. so good. <laughs> Tony Hulk. never ceases to amaze. Hulk don't need friends. <laughs> Tony, uh, you're the just, best. Just amazing. Um, and uh, for those, oh, for, man. The, for those of us who do not know, uh, Labyrinth told the tale of a teenager, Jennifer Connolly, who was to navigate a fantastical maze in order to save her brother kidnapped by the Goblin King, David Bowie. Uh, she though, didn't really want him back. Really? She, she felt no, uh, she obliged like, to bring him oh, back. Oh, God, do I really have to go yeah, get Toby? Exactly. Like, I think she was more afraid of getting grounded than exactly. anything else. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. Yep. But, Until uh, she yeah. met Ludo, then she was in on it. <laughs> Rocks. Friends. <laughs> but uh, there you go. And geeks are upset about it. I don't know they're why. Mad that, they're mad that it's being made. No one's going to yeah. force them to watch it. I was going to say, they, that Dark Crystal series was better than the movie. Yeah, I I still haven't seen it. I, <clears throat> I it's the it one either. on Netflix, right? You know what? Uh, yeah, this it, uh, it kind of connects because uh, the kid that played the guy that played Toby in Brian uh, Froud. Yeah, yep. he he made the monsters. He was one of the guys that helped make the monsters for yeah. Well, the his, Dark Crystal his, series. Do you remember that gnomes book back in the seventies, Carrie? It was like a watercolor gnomes book, and it you open it up and it had all the different descriptions of how gnomes lived and yes. That's Okay, yes. so that's 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 Brian Froud's parents, and they designed all of the trolls and gnomes and monsters in Labyrinth and Dark Crystal. So, oh, okay. They they needed a baby for the movie, and they just said, "Well, our our kid's a baby," and so that's that's Toby and his yeah. So that's <laughs> he grew up basically continued the family business of making yeah. cool monster designs. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's. That's that's very cool. Keep it in the yeah, face. I was, just, I was like, yeah. that is informative. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, what have you What have you guys been uh, consuming this week that you can recommend? Or Jesus and Muro. Um, any like I would just say any. I've been watching Star Wars a little bit more. You know, just mm-hmm. kind of getting getting into kind of goes with the times right now. So yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, oh, go ahead, Tony. I was going to say, my wife and I think, yeah. have made it to season, we're, we're near the end of season six of True Blood. Oh, God. That, that's a weird show. Yeah. A, it, yeah. And it gets, it really goes, it goes off the, the rails. It, it goes, goes off the rails, rail, down it's the going, shitter. It's going way off the rails. You're, you're saying this about a show that ends its first season with a girl giving birth to a giant egg. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So that's why I never watched that show. It's a weird I never show. never got into it. Super weird show. Um I and watched then, every uh, episode twice. Oh wow! <laughs> I'd watch and, it. And I'd watch it with my wife. Still alive watch it, to tell a tale. Well, I would just watch parts of it. Oh, the second time. Certain parts, yeah. Mm. Oh, I see. I think yeah. I know what parts you're talking about. Uh, and then I always got to stay caught up on Rick and Morty, and yeah. uh, and Harley Quinn. Yeah. And uh, and I watched the first two episodes of uh, Star Girl. I so. and I'm really liking that. Yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Yeah, we're gonna um, do a little Patreon deep dive yeah, we'll on, do some Patreon. on the Star Girl here in a minute. Yeah. Okay. Um, I absolutely fell in love with season two of um, Making It with Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It, it's a it's it's just good. It's just made me made made my heart happy. First it's, of all, those two are so great together. You know they are, and it's a competition, but everybody loves each other. Yeah. They like they well, like, like help each other if if yeah. they have time or and stuff and um, well that's how British and, competition shows yeah. are it's only it American was, competition shows where we're dicks to each other yeah <laughs> but it was just charming and fun and made me feel good for you know a half hour a pop or forty five minutes I would highly suggest especially if you're a fan of Parks and Rec because those guys they God I'd like to go to dinner with those two you know and I oh, would. The, well, I've always been in love with Amy yeah, Poehler. You guys know that. So, and they have this yes. new bit uh, on the show. Every time somebody gets you know vo- voted off, Nick starts singing a song. Nick and Amy start singing a song, <laughs> and, and then about that person, 
And then that person shows up and starts playing an instrument. Oh. For some reason, they all know how to play an instrument, you know? And by the end of by the, the last episode, they have a full band. And I'm just, it, it's just, it, it was fun. I don't know. Okay. Anybody else? I've, uh, I've been watching Avatar The Last Airbender. We started Ooh, it last Sunday, yeah. and we've got six episodes left. That show. It's just so good. I mean, I realize that, you know, Tony, you you were a kid when that came out, right? And same with you, Jay. Were you guys both pretty little? Uh, yeah. Like, uh, pre think they're early teens? Yeah, I was like mid-teens, I think. I, yeah. I didn't watch it till I was like 25, though. Yeah, I just I just think that we we kind of wonder why it is that the uh, the new generation, the the Generation Z, is so passionate about unity and equality. And I think it's because of what they grew up watching. And you watch mm. Airbender, and it is literally about kids from all different cultures, all different creeds, all different all different class uh, uh, races coming together to overthrow an oppressive windbag voiced by Mark Hamill. And <laughs> I, it's so good. It's just uh, it's just one of those shows. And I'm not surprised that that's where Dave Filoni got to start in animation because it's just like okay, cool. These stories are are epic and moving and there's an episode that makes me cry like a fucking baby so i can't watch it because mm. my tears are magic i cry every time the cabbage guy loses his cabbages you cry a lot my friend <laughs> my cabbages uh well we you know we grew up with the x-men so that's i think that's what but not enough people did if you know what i mean no right. no of our that generation was, that was for nerds of our generation well, a lot uh, of our generation died, Carrie. I mean, that's something that people are kind of forgetting. Is uh, we had we had the heroin epidemic in the late '80s and early '90s geez. that that wiped out pretty much, I'd say, sixty percent of the punk rockers that I knew. Uh, that's they, true. They didn't make it, and those were people that actually grew up on X Men. And I think if they were around right now, Theron Reed and people like that would be ready yeah. to, to smash some shit. So I, oh. I agree. Theron would just be hanging out at Junior's. <laughs> Smash shit on his way there. Uh, some of the stuff that uh, I've been uh, keeping an eye on, uh, watch the most recent episode of Disney Gallery, and if you love oh, Baby Yoda, shit. It's, oh, it's, a, it's, it's all, all about, about it? Baby Yoda. All about okay. It's all about the practical effects. They spend nice. a lot of time with Baby Yoda, but this entire episode is about practical effects and how important they are. Yeah, we have a lot of this cool digital shit, but the practical effects are still very important. Nice. So that was very interesting. Um, I'm about eight episodes into Space Force. Hmm. Oh, how yeah, is that? Yeah, I've heard I've heard mixed reviews. Well, it's it's not getting good reviews in the press because I think the press expected something else. Hmm. Because huh. you had the guy who created the off, one of the guys who created the yeah. American Office Gre and made it Greg go. Greg Daniels, yeah. Greg Daniels, and you have Steve Carell there. They thought they were getting that the office in space. And it's not that, it's it's got it's it's not the laugh out loud humor. I, I would I would put it along the lines of Veep, where there yeah. are all these okay. interesting characters running around doing some funny things, but they also have storylines. Okay. Well, that's that's Avenue Five. So many people thought Avenue yes. Five was going to be this this slapstick comedy, and the humor is really subtle, but. Exactly. Yeah, watch. If Space Force is like that, I'm on board. I'll watch so I, think, I yeah. think that's why Upload did well, because nobody had any expectations for Upload on Amazon, and that's another Greg Daniels show. Yeah. Uh, and it's fantastic. So, uh, I'm going yeah, to check it out regardless. It's, uh, yeah, like I said, it's... an amazing cast. An amazing yeah. cast, and you get your last look at Fred Willard. He plays Steve Carell's dad. Oh, um, man. And, and it's, just some, it's just some great bits of, of him, you know, calling his calling his son every now and then calling his granddaughter uh but uh so that i've been enjoying that contrary to uh reviews um i yesterday was such a shit show in the news and the world i just decided fuck it and i walked away grabbed a stack of comic books and i went out to the patio and i can't i gotta i gotta tell you the new hawkeye comic book hawkeye freefall okay. is really really good um, okay. I'm only, a f I'm, I'm like four issues in and nearly everybody has showed up in it. Daredevil, Spider-Man, they're, uh, you know, Hawkeye, uh, or not Hawkeye, uh, uh, Falcon, Winter Soldier show up. Uh, it's, it's just a, a great little story and, uh, it's a lot of fun to read. It was, a, it was a fun, refreshing read. So that was nice. And of course, thank God that Holy Moly is back because we have sports on television. <laughs> right? Sports. Sports. Fuck, I love sports. that show. You get some sports on TV. There you go. <laughs> hey, uh, and there's that 
that ultimate tag show too is bonkers. Oh, I haven't seen it yet. That guy, there's a guy named one of the me and Jen call him the bad guys, the guys that chase him. You know, there's this guy named the Flow. They're all like par- parkour t- people. This guy called the Flow. I swear to God, he's a superhero. <laughs> the way he moves and stuff. Holy shit! Yeah, he can jump like seventeen this. feet in what the, the air. And, wow, no, not really. But okay, it's, <laughs> I was it's say. insane. <laughs> and they've got like these two ladies on there that are She-Hulk. They should play the She-Hulk. They wouldn't have to do just paint them green. That's all they have <laughs> yeah. to do. I'll just check just this for, out. Just for rigno them up, huh? Yeah. Give them um, a wig or two. You ever yeah. watch the old? You ever watch the old Hulk series and go, "Wow, he really wasn't ripped by today's standards." Yeah, <laughs> he's just big. Oh, you know what else I love? Sunday on, is it, I can't remember what channel. It's either Today's Saturday. CBS or NBC. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, all, Sunday night, primetime, is just all uh, ret- uh, rebooted retro game shows. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, I'm those are it. fun. I'm, I'm get, oh, it's Channel 4. It's ABC. Yeah. Right? Because it's got Family Feud. Celebrity Family Feud. Uh, to tell the truth. Is, to tell or, the truth. Yeah. Okay. And, who, and then whose line is it anyway? Um, right? but no, it's not whose line. Um, I can't remember. But if you're not watching the celebrity uh, who wants to be a millionaire, oh, it's uh, so good. It's, it's it is great. so good. It, you know, fast forward through the Doctor Phil shit because he's just annoying <laughs> as fuck. But all the other celebrities that they've had on there have been great. And uh, Jimmy Kimmel is just killed it. Yeah, Jimmy Kimmel's just in his element there. He's, he's and he keeps talking shit about Doctor Phil on later yeah. episodes. <laughs> that he one comedian lady almost won the million dollars. Lauren, oh, Lapkus. Nikki Glaser. Yeah, yeah. No, Lauren Lapkus. She yeah. came oh, okay. one question away from doing the million. Her husband's smart. Yep. Uh, anyway, anything else before we uh, finish this? Uh, uh, you want video games? Oh yes, please. Too bad there aren't any. Oh, I, I would suggest um, a local artist named Chris Bodley just finished and released his graphic novel called Black Lantern. Um, it's awesome. Chris is one of my favorite local artists. His style is super, super unique. Uh, the Black Lantern comic is fantastic. It's about a pumpkin-headed guy who runs around with his cat, and they fight ghosts. And uh, <laughs> I, I kind of love it. So I kick-started the project, but he's actually, if you, if you follow Chris on, uh, it's Chris Bodley, on uh, social media, he's he's doing signings and selling issues of the graphic novel. But I mean, it's it's top of the line, really good uh, art, really fun story. But the binding, the production value on the on the comic is is fantastic. So uh, support your local artist. Well, I uh, and go. speaking of support your local artist, our friend Chad Harden, I asked him to put together a paragraph for me so that I could talk about it. I'll do what I can, Chad. He never got back to me. He has uh, The Art of Chad Harden 3 on Kickstarter. Yeah. And it's a collection of covers, pinups, and sketches. Uh, and it's, they're great uh, books. Yeah, they're very good. Oh, so, they're, yeah, I backed the last one. It was a, it's, a, it's a fun project, and it's a good way to help Chad keep going and, and keep promoting his work that he's been working on. you got to support Chad. I mean, if you love Harley Quinn on DC Universe uh, right now, you know, Chad was one of the He's one of the he guys big, who created a, that look, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. like, I mean, like, you got it. Every, every time I watch it, I'm like, him. I'm like, fucking Chad, should we get a check? Oh, yeah. He, he was at the he was yeah. at the start of that. So, I mean, it's like, the same with yeah. the uh, Birds of Prey movie. They've, they've got yeah. that fucking decomposed taxidermy uh, beaver sitting in her apartment. They're yep. running around with it through a good chunk of the movie. Yep, that's, that's right. Chad. Yeah, that's Chad. So, All right. You know, you got to show him some love. So, yeah, it's on Kickstarter, The uh, the Art of Chad Harden 3. Okay, uh, Mr. B, if you would, please. Hello, ham! I'm in jail! I'm in jail! <laughs>